1: Hello, everyone. I'm George Roska. And I'm Mark Schneider. And we want to welcome you to today's episode 136 of Say What, where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including the ever more brazen efforts by the LGBTQ plus activists to queer schools and students year round.
2: George, this is unbelievable to me. Uh, The Los Angeles Unified Board of Education is now embarking on yet another evil attempt to quote queer students via their National Coming Out Day campaign, which is actually uh, a weekly-long activity from October 9th through the 13th of this year. If Pride Month, George, was not enough, then just about every week in the school year, it now must be overtaken by really power-hungry activists who won't stop until in their parlance Queer the entire world. That that's what's happening, particularly in LA Unified.
1: That's exactly it. So, Mark, how did this get started? Real quick, just to introduce parents to what we're talking about. So, everyone is familiar with Pride Month, right? It's the month of June, and all of these activities happen. Well, um, you know, schools get out probably the second week of June, uh, for the most part. So, the latest uh, schools will be in session is probably June fourteenth, fifteenth, somewhere around there. Um, so, you know, that is completely unfair because, well, our students don't get to be exposed to the pride month for the entire month. Right. Um, and then plus those, you know, the last week of school is really not school anyway, because the, the kids are just having going away parties for summer. Um, so the LA unified school district, um, voted unanimously this back this June, uh, to approve a resolution celebrating Pride Month and affirming support of the LGBT community. But not just that, they want to take it a step further because that Pride Month is not enough. There's, you know, there's all these other days that we've, we've talked about. There's the whole calendar, right? There's, there's Trans Awareness Day. There's Trans Suicide Awareness Day. There, you know, you name it. Uh, but now Ella Unified is adding an entire week and what's interesting to me um, is I read through uh, their board resolution, right? And this is a seven-member board. Um, and I'll just read some snippets here of what they said. The LA Unified Board of Education voted today to approve board member Nick Melvoin's uh, resolution to celebrate Pride Month in the district school communities and affirm the board's commitment to creating a safe welcoming and inclusive learning environment for all LGBT students, families, and staff members. And then they start to quote themselves, you know, I'm proud of bringing this resolution, blah, blah, blah. And then another board member uh, says the following, our incredible diversity makes this district great. So I'm like, okay, I know what their definition of diversity is. So I wanted to go and see just how diverse this board is. Is the board itself? Yeah, the board itself. It's a seven-member board. All right. So out of the seven members, there's three men and four women. I went and I read each of their individual websites with the biographies that they them you know created about themselves. Right. Only one of these more board members is self identifies as a lesbian. All right. There are no gay, bisexual, or transgender representatives on the board. There are no black, Asian, or indigenous people as members on the board. There's only white and Latinos, and they don't even identify as Latinx. They are only Latinos. This is shameful, shameful, how can shameful. This, how can this be? This board is anything but diverse. And yet they want to lecture us on the incredible diversity that their district is and that they're making and that they're inclusive. I am calling on at least half of these board members to immediately resign from their positions because we need at least we're talking about L.A.'s unified school district, the city of Los Angeles. I mean, the percentage of the population that is black probably one of the highest county percentages in in our state. Right. Um, You better have at least one black person. Uh, There is not a gay person there. I mean, you're you're talking about the city of Hollywood, the city of West Hollywood, uh, Beverly Hills. I mean, the the gay population is so huge and yet they have no voice there, no representative there. Mark, I'm going to get off my soapbox.
2: Well, obviously, George, you're being facetious, but it, tongue in cheek, but 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 for good reason. Um, uh, you know, obviously, the school board they want to strongly identify with the critical theory woke worldview, and so they are going to extremes to uh, infect um, our children with this worldview. Um, they have partnered with the Los Angeles LGBT. Center's program. I guess it's called Out of Safe Schools. Um, the history of this program is that in 2013, uh, the Los Angeles LGBT Center, in partnership with LA Unified, introduced the Out for Safe Schools campaign to encourage school staff to publicly identify as supportive LGBTQ allies in their school communities. In 2015, With the help of uh, GSA Network and the Safe and Supportive Schools Project, the campaign went national and was introduced to nine other major districts across the country, including New York Department of Education, D.C. Public Schools, D.C. Office of the Superintendent, Chicago Public Schools, Duval County Public Schools, San Diego Unified School District, San Francisco Unified School District, big surprise there, and Oakland Unified School District.
1: Yeah, and, and this campaign that the LGBT Center for Los Angeles, you know, out for safe schools campaign, um, this was initiated and, and implemented, you know, throughout the the school district um, in, in LA Unified. Um, and it's for school staff and community members to truly feel supported uh, by wearing they actually get to wear a badge um and and mark we're going to get into uh, all of the details because they provide a toolkit uh on how to utilize um all of this um and and they believe and this is one of the key areas on how they are implementing this campaign uh they believe that it is critical uh that uh, their local administration backs them up so every time this out for, for, um, for safe schools campaign goes into a school district, it, it doesn't just get started by some, you know, activist school teacher who's, you know, trying to put stuff up in her classroom or things like that. Uh, it, it is actually the local school district, the board members. They are the ones pushing it in conjunction with the this uh, superintendent, the assistant superintendents, because they want to make sure that it is coming from the leadership down and that they wear these badges as badges of honor uh, in in the school district. So uh, that's the focus of this. And it's been going on now for 10 years. And so here we are from 2013 piloted in LA unified. And then it starts to go out to all of these large school districts around the country. Um, And then, you know, that they're going to create studies based off of this to show that, you know, it reduced whatever, bullying and all of this other stuff for, for gay people. Um, even though more than likely based on all of the other studies we've we've read, that, that doesn't happen. Uh and it nothing reduces, you know, suicidal threats and ideations. That In is increasing. In fact, it has been increasing. Um so uh parents, we want to walk you through pretty quickly here on this episode of what does this toolkit say? What should these teachers be doing week long with their kids uh, on uh, basically r- really urging kids to come out?
2: Yeah, starting with this this FAIR Act of 2013, George, What what is that all about?
1: So the FAIR Act is um, 10 years ago, um, it, it was in here in California to correct the history curriculum, the the social sciences, um, by now being forced to teach accurate history uh, and to celebrate people from the LGBT community.
2: Oh, this went by a a code name in the legislature. I can't remember. It was SB 48 or one of 48. That was it. That's right. So that's the
1: FAIR Act. That's the FAIR
2: Act. Children Uh, are now required to admire the roles specifically of people in society of LGBT persuasion.
1: Correct. Yep. Exactly. Okay. But now guess what's happening in this toolkit? LA Unified telling their teachers that this coming out campaign is basically uh, following the ethos of the FAIR Act. when. The FAIR Act has nothing to do with a separate curriculum on coming out. The FAIR Act is applicable to history and social science curriculum, but they are basically saying here, and they're manipulating the language of the FAIR Act to say that this coming out campaign is in fact in compliance with the FAIR Act. It's in adherence with the California Fair Education Act, and here are all the materials that you can use. To help them be in compliance with that,
2: so they have obviously they have a tool, they have an agenda behind this toolkit, yes. and they, in the toolkit they've got a bunch of different ingredients, right, uh, to indoctrinate our kids. Yes, essentially, um, things like what they call the identity map um, that prepares students to think critically about identity and intersectionality. Um, listeners, if you're if we haven't used that term for a while. This term intersectionality stands for the idea that there are overlapping areas of victimhood and power structures. And depending on where you fall into this map will determine whether you're an oppressor or oppressed, right? And it particularly has application in the LGBT community because they they consider themselves as part of being the oppressed group, right? Exactly. In many different spheres of influence. And so they have an art project now associated with this.
1: Yeah, this toolkit, parents, is giving you a day-to-day guide of what you could be doing as a teacher uh, to help your students uh, to come out.
2: Daily quotes, which can be read during school-wide announcements or in class at the start of each day. Monday through Friday, daily suggestions, brief biographies of an important LGBTQ person or advocate, spotlight, inclusive lesson plans, activities, books uh, that they make available, sample allyship pledges, and various other resources.
1: Yes. So we're going to dive into the details of, of what this is all about. So very beginning, Monday, all right, October 9th, the whole point is about... Teaching them about their identity and their identity map, and it's interesting because that's really what this is all about. Can you self-create your own identity, or have you already been given an identity? Um, And and for us as believers, we believe that we have been created in the image of God. Our identity stems from the Imago Dei. Uh, But obviously, if you don't believe that, then you're you have to self-create it. There's there's no other option. And so here are people creating themselves and their own image, <laughs> the image of whatever they want to be. Um, and so here on, on the first day, it's all about understanding and creating your own identity. Uh, and as Mark just explained, everything comes down to intersectionality. Um, and it's everything about your race, your ethnicity, your gender identity, your class, your language, your religion, your ability, your sexuality, your mental health, your age, your education, your body size. These are the kind of things that they are telling them. Um, and they are quoting Kimberly Crenshaw, right? We've been hearing all these lies that, you know, critical race theory is only taught in colleges. No, it's not in, in public schools in K through 12. low. They are quoting one of the, you know, leading lights, leading lights of critical race theory uh, with with intersectionality. And Kimberly Crenshaw, parents, she actually wrote the book on intersectionality. That's what it's titled. Um, And they quote her saying, here's the definition of intersectionality, according to Kimberly Crenshaw. Intersectionality is a lens through which you can see where power comes and collides, where it locks and intersects. It is the acknowledgement that everyone has their own unique experiences of discrimination and privilege. And then they tell you how to start creating your identity map. And they show an example of uh, what you can do. And in this example, what they are doing is they are promoting, actually, hatred and racism. Uh, In the example, they show these banners of Black Lives Matter. Matter, which we know is a very h- hateful organization. They spew out their hate. Completely
2: discredited, by the way.
1: Completely discredited, by the way, because their founders, although self-acclaimed Marxists, uh, really love capitalism.
2: Oh, they do. They, they <laughs> took money from the uh, BLM coffers uh, to buy personal real estate.
1: Worth millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Um, and one of the things that they show here in their identity map is they show a, a sign with white silence is violence. Uh, Why is it only white silence is violence? Uh, how about how, how, uh, black silence is violence or, or brown or purple, right? Purple-headed people, if you're silent, you know, that's violence.
2: George, be- before you move on, I mean, really, parents, you should just step back for a second and consider what this means. Why do we send our kids to school? to prepare them for adulthood, to learn reading, writing, and arithmetic, the necessary skills to become productive citizens, uh, to understand what our Constitution is all about, what equal protection is all about. Think about what a child is facing day in and day out when they're being exposed to this kind of indoctrination. And George, this is October, but this kind of stuff that we're talking about, it happens every month of the school year. It's constant. Children cannot get away from it. LA Unified may be the worst offender, but it's happening all over the country.
1: It definitely is. Uh, in fact, the next step of the toolkit besides creating your own identity map is now share it with everyone. You know, talk about a violation of a child's privacy, right? Right. These teachers are basically pressuring, you know, because, well, you know, Joe here shared his identity map. Why don't you? Um, and so they are invading our children's privacy by making them create these identity maps um, and making them answer questions such as Who am I? Uh, what did I learn about my identities? Uh, something new I learned about someone in my class today was so they are telling them go go read everybody else's identities and and explore you know what is you know what does Susie think you know about herself
2: and then we have these are really pernicious what does it mean to feel good about myself how can i express that i like who i am george these kinds of questions are so foreign to my educational experience School systems have no business asking kids getting into psychological counseling exactly in 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 the in a school setting. These are conversations that kids should have with their parents here's another one How can I be proud of who I am and celebrate others school system you have no business asking these questions or promoting these ideologies, and yet that's what they're doing proudly so
1: yes. So moving on from here, once you've created this identity, they also give you on a daily basis people and role models that you can aspire to. And oh boy, what kind of role models they are talking about. Monday, October 9th, they are saying, talk about Jazz Jennings, who is an American YouTube star, spokesmodel, television personality, and LGBTQ rights activist. Um, And they are saying, introduce these gender lessons from K through second grade, and and you could adopt them for third through fifth. I mean, Jazz Jennings is being used here for K through second grade. Completely ridiculous. On Tuesday, this gets even better. We're going to promote Marsha P. Johnson, who was an American gay liberation activist and self-identified drag queen. Promoting
2: drag queens to is children. Is the best example of an LGBTQ representative that they have?
1: Yes, and they are saying display this school wide, K through fifth grade. Wednesday, Elliot Page, who is a Canadian transgender actor, again, promote I Am Me, which is the book that this person wrote. Uh, third through fifth Grade Thursday promote LeShia Clarendon, who is a WNBA star who came out in 2015 as gay, but in 2020 came out as transgender and non-binary, and they want the story of this person, a crayon story, to be read K through third grade. This is the kind of ridiculousness that's being promoted as. Role models for our children.
2: I'm speechless, George.
1: Well, not just that. We don't need just positive role models, but we should also teach them that the word pride now is actually an acronym. P stands for positive, R for respectful, I for inclusive, D for diverse, E for equitable. And so now you have a special quote uh, for each of these. So the positive quote, P, will be read or announced school-wide through the PA system, okay? Uh, and that is by Dolly Parton. Find out who you are and do it on purpose. I mean, okay, what does, what does that mean? That's basically giving me the right to be a furry. I'm a furry, so I'm going to do that on purpose every single day. That's what I'm going to be. Uh, they quote on Tuesday, Barack Obama, when all Americans are treated as equal, no matter who they are and whom they love, aw, we are all more free. I mean this is the kind of garbage they put day in day out, and they they do this strategically because they want to show them these you know world leaders in politics and music, and that's how they want to influence our impressionable children but mark, it goes on a step further, and this I was shocked because they want them to pledge pledge to Allyship, yeah, and they even ship cre- spelled a l l y yeah, that they are going to be allies of the l g b t community, and so if you don't sign, they actually give a sample certificate, and you can read what what it what it writes here. this is to certify
2: that whoever signs it hereby pledges to use kind language when talking about all teachers, staff, classmates, and their families, even if they even if they are different from themselves. Well, that's a code statement. Be an upstander by sticking up for others, if safe to do so. Otherwise, they will ask a grown-up for help and encourage and teach others to be allies. That's a code word also.
1: So imagine if you're a kid, you're being given this pledge of allyship. Yeah. And you're the only one that doesn't sign it in your class. With a rainbow emblem on it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how will this make you feel? I mean, the pressure they are putting on K through 12 kids, K through 12 kids to do this is absolutely crazy. Uh, this, is, this is illegal. I, I believe it's illegal. A school system should not be able to do something like this. Um, and then on the last page of the toolkit, they actually come out with additional resources, and one organization that we've talked a lot about in the past is the Human Rights Campaign that has their welcoming schools or safe schools campaign all across the country. Um, but this is what's happening in LA Unified. They are spreading it all across the country. they coming out weak uh, and with all of the peer pressure and garbage that's being uh, spewed out here. So, parents, we encourage you. If you are in LA Unified, I would opt out my kids. Keep them home that entire week.
2: George, this reminds me of the case of West Virginia School District versus Barnett, a case that goes back to 1943, where Judge Jackson ruled in that case that it is illegal for schools to promote particular orthodoxies. This is indoctrination. It's pure indoctrination, it's unconstitutional, and it should be challenged in court.
1: Parents, we must stand up. So we encourage you, visit our website at protectourkidsnow.org, Please partner with us and help us to get this message out to as many parents across America by hitting the Donate button. Uh, listen to us on on Spotify, on, on iTunes, and just share this message with as many people as you can. Uh, we thank you for listening here, and we will be back on our next episode of Say What?